Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Garbage Fire. Thank you for tuning in and fueling this flame. Today, I have an exciting guest. He is a personal inspiration of mine with a long career as a B-boy. Please welcome B-boy Corn Nut. What's up, man? How are you doing? How you doing? I'm really good. I'm really glad you could come out here because I know you live in Seattle now, um, but you're from... You know, this area, I mean, you have a big history in the Sacramento area as like an original member of Flex Flave crew. You also had, uh, uh, what was it, Wicked Rascals crew back in Modesto. Like, I I really consider you like a Modesto legend in my mind. Um, So it's really great to have you here. I mean, like when I first started breaking, I was probably like 15 or something. And I remember seeing you and Tony just straight kill it. And I was like, I want to be like these guys. And now that... I'm, you know, th- I'm in probably what my 20th year of break-in yeah. and you're still killing it. It's like crazy to me. And like, I don't know, just the longevity you had in this dance is incredible. And like, I want to, I want to talk to you about like how, how you've had that longevity and like what fuels it, what, what, what allowed you to do that, you know, mentally or physically, probably both. Yeah. Uh, let's just say. <laughs> Best way I could say it is, how did it keep? What do you mean, like how it kept going? Like, how, yeah, what, what, what kept you going? I mean, because because there's lots of ups and downs in breaking, and you know, and just because you're creating and stuff, and you hit roadblocks. Like, what kept you going? I mean, like, you know what I mean? The evolution of b-boying is what kept me going. Mm. Um, when I first started, you know, because. I could say nowadays you would consider it simple, mm-hmm. um, but uh, at that time it was it was a challenge, you know, to evolve mm-hmm. and to express yourself or to try to be ahead of someone. Mm. So you were always striving to, like, I guess, be be a better version of yourself so that you can you know, win a battle or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, I got it. Um, so like. In terms of, I mean, like, from when you were young and first starting, I think you said 1989 was when you first started dancing, or at least, like, starting to, to, to do that, yeah. to now. Um, that's kind of a long, that's a long time. I mean, what is it? More than 30 years. Um, like, how have you seen the scene change? How has your dance changed? Like, yeah, I mean, you've probably seen a lot. So, <laughs> in 89, I had a homie that was, like, First generation out of uh, Modesto mm-hmm. boy crew called. Uh, I saw it changed a couple of times, but it started as TKO, then Funky Fresh, and Fresh Rock. And uh, my parents were very strict, so I couldn't go anywhere for the first five years of my b-boying career. Mm-hmm. I pretty much just was learning on the grass on the in the hood, and. Uh, I had this uh, homie that was in that crew and every New Year's Eve, New Year's, yeah, New Year's Eve, he'd be like just getting down in his living room on the carpet. Mm-hmm. It was a little one bedroom apartment. I mean, it's super small living in the hood. And uh, I saw him do some moves and I was like, oh, snaps, you know, he was doing some hand hops and stuff. And I was like, all right. So it inspired me right there. Just like, oh, I'm going to do this because pretty much at the time there was only gangs mm. you know there was nothing really else to do mm, yeah. hobbies were limited um at that time you know so 
I got inspired by it and it gave me a feeling that just like this is a good way to release my anger keep me out of trouble mm. um, so for after 89 I started practicing hand hops and hand spins actually it was hand spins man I was mm. trying to be the master of the hand spins <laughs> in 89 because I was just barely learning how to balance and uh, by time you notice floats crickets and crabs mm-hmm. um, and then 1990 uh, my homie you know he's breaking in his living room and again new year's eve and i was like well you know i've been practicing mm-hmm. and uh, we we battled out right there and i was like my first little you know battle but um this guy ready to i mean this guy was already dope so he honestly has some dope stuff and uh, but we were just doing hand hops the house was small you know, mm-hmm. the living room was small and it was a fun battle i got smoked but you know it it helped me t- push myself to come back and train harder and harder mm. and uh believe it or not after i think about three years i had a lot of good about three to four years i think i had a lot of good moves already and i started passing up my mentors what i called them at that mm-hmm. time you know because if i needed any questions how to do this do that he would give me the advice and you know and honestly, like by the time I knew it, I was ready beating him in moves. And he's like, all right, I'm going to quit. And I thought he was just joking. But he <laughs> literally just quit. I, I mean. I, I, you I, made him? He like, I just because of how good you were? or No, I, th- I think it was just like, I don't know. It was No, his form was definitely dope. Yeah, he always had form. I mean, probably just like fan, you know, yeah, whatever. faded out, kind of yeah. like it was. You know, it was a hobby for him. Is the mm-hmm. way I would see it, and you know, he did it, and he killed it. He made yeah. his mark. He had some of the dopest halos, and icy ices. I saw dopest icy ices out of him, and nasties and karaoke's, mm-hmm. yeah, know, just the wimmo form and everything yeah. that comes with it. Um, but but it wasn't an ho- a hobby for you though. Um, at at that moment. Nah, it was really deep in my soul. I, mm-hmm. I really saw myself like I just wanted it to be the best at every move that was out there. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty much the foundation at that time. Like a very competitive spirit. Yeah, mm-hmm. like nothing, nothing was gonna stop me. I always seen it as, you know, spending my time uh, b-boying and doing what what I did. Uh, you know, fired me for like to spend more time with b-boying instead of being out on the street mm-hmm. or being at the wrong place at the wrong time because that happened a lot in my life where oh dude this went down where were you i was like i was at a b-boy jam <laughs> thank god you know yeah yeah you know so it kept me out of situations where you know friends get shot at or something you know drive-bys yeah. you know this is like the early 90s you know so it was bad and around those, around those times mm-hmm. you know um, gangs were pretty much the only thing that was out there and neither you could be a gangster or be a b-boy and mm. believe it or not even though b-boying was very silent not too many people knew about it mm-hmm. but when you see it it was like the way your body moved the art of your body just makes you fall in love with it too, yeah. where you can express how you feel if you had a bad day you can put it out on the floor mm. yeah. um, it's important to have some some way to like get out some sort of aggression and creative energy at the same time. Yeah. And that honestly might be why some people were gangbanging instead of 
doing something more productive with their life because exactly. it's just like they didn't know what to 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 release this huge energy that they have. Hey, why don't we do that? You know, bad stuff here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it it, it really does. Uh, I mean, like I said, less options. Yeah, you know, no. and if you have a broken home or you lived a rough childhood. Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah, and in the nineties. You probably did, mm-hmm. especially if you lived in the hood or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of dope b-boys that never made it out in the mm-hmm. scene in that time. There were so many dope b-boys, yeah. and they just never made out. You know, media wasn't like the way it is nowadays. Mm-hmm. YouTube, all this stuff, you couldn't afford it, but man. I mean, breaking wasn't really anything. It was just like, uh, I mean, it was like playing, I, I don't know, um, tic-tac-toe or something like no there's no sport there's no it's not on tv it's nothing like it's just you you go and do it with your friends or whatever and there's no it's not on tv you're not going to get any kind of like the only reason to do it was because you loved it yeah you know what i mean and not like now when you see it's you get like tons of instagram like all sorts of social media followers and whatever yeah like it's totally different i mean you know it definitely has evolved (laughs) yeah (laughs) but you know um that's pretty much what the, the evolving of uh, b-boying is. It's, uh, it's kind of crazy, but now things are become more foundation mm-hmm. to the b-boying scene. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of signature moves that are now foundations for the mm. scene now. You know, yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, which is uh, which is dope because that's just letting you know that you know someone old school left that there. Yeah. You know, and now it's a fundamental type. Yeah. Thing. I like to remind people when they talk about footwork and stuff and they go, yeah, you got to know foundation. And then you go, but you know, the move that everybody does, CC's is named after Crazy Commando's crew. That was their signature move. <laughs> I mean, that was a signature move and now it's everybody does yeah, it. Everybody. So like, just, just remember like Where it came how, the, how this, how, how this came mm-hmm. to be. And how you can influence it yourself. Because all those guys did was they just came up with a dope move. And then now it's a fundamental move, you know. Exactly. So I, I know when like for instance when I started when that's once I got all the basic ground power moves, because there was no air flares at that time or mm-hmm. elbow air tracks either. Yeah, yeah. Um, then I try to create it from there to keep myself hungry because i wanted to do something that nobody was doing Mm -hmm. so that's where you know like for instance the reverse floats anything i do Mm -hmm. reverse hand hop wise it's because i couldn't regular it wasn't my right arm you know oh i I see so i learned it backwards because and it was eventually about when you transition your power you needed that flow Mm -hmm. so i wasn't gonna stop my flow to go floats the other way mm. <laughs> so i just try to learn how to reverse everything and paid off because i learned a lot of moves doing reverse yeah yeah i mean dang dude you're like the king of that stuff <laughs> so i love that move yeah so would you say that hip-hop has really like changed your life i mean it sounds like it has uh yeah i would consider myself pretty much like a west coast b-boy that's been in hip-hop even though i like I'm, I'm, I consider myself hip hop, even though I'm not DJing every day, but or graffiting mm-hmm. every day, or you know, rhyming and rapping. But I am a part of the element. I had a little bit 
hands and a little bit of everything, but never mm-hmm. went full master with any of them, mm-hmm. like what I've done with. But you live the life and, you know, yeah. like it flows with you. you it know? flows. I appreciate their art as well, you know, and that's why it's sometimes it's, uh, you know, you got to keep the hit, the true hip hop alive, you know, because as generation goes, it kind of gets washed down or something's not taught in. Mm-hmm. And that does come down to like a lot of us OGs not yeah. giving that um, well, point of view or anything. Well, you know what I've been realizing is that hip hop is a very, um, uh, like, um, what would you say? Like, a, a, the history is all through spoken word, right? Mm-hmm. Like, when I learned from somebody, it was always they said something or showed me something. Yeah. And I learned it from them. And everybody who learns from me was from that. Mm-hmm. And so, like, there's no book you can go read. There's, I mean, now they have some kind of, you know, YouTube, like, um, videos and stuff like the ones that my brother does. But, like, yeah. largely, there's, there's, the history is not recorded anywhere. Like, maybe no. a few documentaries and that's it. Yeah. Um, so, I think it's important to, like, actually document these things because once, like, we're gone... And if we didn't tell anybody, That's like, it. it's over. Yeah. You know, I mean, just think about, like, you know, knock on wood, like, when Ken Swift dies, like, if he didn't, if he didn't pass all his knowledge off to yeah. somebody, like, it's just lost lost to the tapes of him just dancing, you know what I mean? And that's, and that's true because, you know, uh, it is. It's, it's good that there there's uh, the OGs that are out there, you know, doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and they're, they're, I mean, yeah, I think, you know, the Zulu mentality, uh, each one teach one, I think is like super important because, yeah. you know, and uh, I think that's what has kept this thing going. And now we're, we're at a point where technology kind of allows us to really teach, spread the teaching. So yeah. I think that's one good thing about that. Um, yeah. So it's not lost, you know, it's just mm-hmm. like YouTube has been around forever. I put videos on YouTube like way back and it's still kind of there hopefully yeah. it doesn't disappear you know? yeah that's true yeah you know it's just it's yeah. one of those things like oh dang I don't remember this footage there's a lot of footage of me that I see online yeah. I'm like oh I don't remember even doing this it's like dang they can delete that one <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know some of it's like oh I got smoked why, did, why is this still here <laughs> it's true why couldn't you put the time when I smoked you <laughs> yeah dang you made that look good yeah really. um, it's funny I look at old footage of myself I'm like oh, I don't even remember doing that move like all day there's so much like old stuff that I just forgot and it, it was uh, I don't even remember how to do the move you know to be honest yeah, but. my thing is is that I've been doing it so long. I don't know if that's my move that you bid or not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I don't even know anymore because it's you know yeah. it's been doing it so long and uh, yeah, uh, I always try to you know transitions and and power was I love that stuff. Anything to keep your body flowing like a gymnast, pretty much, mm. you know, or keep the flow going. Uh, that's how I I, I love my power and. Yeah, now it's a different mentality. But this episode of Noise of the Broke Boys is brought to you by Tissue Paper. Have you ever watched the movie Old Yeller in front of your friends and began to feel the fabric of your man or womanhood subtly crumble as you search for a way to blame your tears on freshly sliced onions? Or maybe you have no soul and you're actually cutting onions as the poor boy raised the rifle to Old Yeller's rabies-ridden face. Hey, dancers. Have you ever been in a dance battle and fell straight on your face? But it's cool because that's your style, but then the judges are old school and don't understand your teenage angst. 
Or what about that time you posted that video on social media of you almost hitting that dance move that everybody does, but the only person that liked it was your grandma? Well, I'm here to tell you that tissue paper is here for you. Tears in your eyes? My boy tissue paper has got your back. Snotty nose? Tissue to the rescue. Poopy booty? Tissue paper is in your corner, my dude. Hit up your nearest store and purchase some tissue paper for all your emergency needs. And now, on to the show. <laughs> so, um, what do you? What would you say is like your favorite part of like all of this of hip hop of dance and breaking? To be honest, is to be express yourself, your how you express your own soul, pretty mm. much without being judged. I mean, yes, if you want to be judged, you can enter a competition. But if you just want to express yourself, your feelings, you know, for that moment there, you can just get down. And everyone has their own opinion and everyone has their own feelings so when you get down in ciphers you know it's nice because you can see that you know they're expressing themselves mm. um but one more time yeah, yeah well is, do you think that maybe that's what fuels your longevity is just like this this desire to you know to like express yourself and i mean because that doesn't go away with time like you always want to do that so i feel like maybe that's something that fuels it yeah uh yeah it's, i've seen it in the world honestly too as well you know mm. the evolution of it it really keeps me inspired um you know to know that it was bigger than what i started mm -hmm. um and i feel like the longevity of it is is you know don't stop i always think about like if you're standing still and you don't move you're you're not doing anything. you mm -hmm. know what i mean like you, you can't just stop you gotta always keep moving forward mm -hmm. you know it's like once you find yourself stopping then you pretty much kind of gave up you know mm -hmm. so always give yourself a new task yeah, like when, yeah. I, when i when i train I always, you know, today I'm just going to use my left leg and concentrate on the steps, mm. and, you know, and make up something new. Maybe not, you know. Yeah, but yeah. But you're always trying to move, to taking another step forward. Yeah. Another step forward. That's it. Once yeah. you find yourself just doing the same thing over and over, sets or whatever, then yeah. Mm. I mean, there's competitor sets, right? We all mm. got to have sets for competing. But nowadays, I don't even think they even do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they just go ham. Yeah, they just throw <laughs> throw everything all in one round. Yeah. That, that's crazy how that yeah that is. It is. Um, so uh, you know, you mentioned um, uh, like always trying to take a step forward, and um, doing that. And I think one of the one of the most inspirational stories you have, I think, is like you had a lot of um. Uh, I guess health issues at one point and I remember seeing you when that happened and it was like you didn't know if you were gonna break ever again like you didn't know if you'd even move or whatever you know like it so um and now when I see you dance now it looks like that you know none of that ever happened like because it seems like you can still you still get down the way you did when I was 15 and I was looking up to you you know what I mean yeah. and so uh, I want to ask you, like, I, I guess, like, I guess, what were you feeling in that moment? And like, I guess, what, how did, how did, how did you strive? How did you get out of that? I mean, it's well, just like such a crazy story. Yeah. So there's a couple of stories with, with the, but uh, that one for there, I mean, 
uh, you know, doing something that you love to do every day and then just to know that you're in that position where you might not ever be able to do it again. Mm -hmm. It is kind of scary, um, you know, but uh, if you make it through, you always got to think about the people that don't make it through something. Mm. You know, they're, they're gone too early. Rest in peace to anybody that, you know, mm -hmm. died too early, you know, and it happens a lot you know, nowadays. Mm. So when that moment in my life uh, happened, uh, I didn't know what was going on. And uh, all I know is that one day everything just went dizzy. Boom. Mm. And by the time I noticed, I was sitting in the hospital and you know, kind of find out, you know, I had an infection that was slowly deteriorating stuff in my body mm. and causing a lot of issues. And, um, you know, one of it is like a little bit of brain damage, you know, to where, you know, if I have a hard time remembering certain things, that's because of that. But it doesn't stop me from growing still. I'm still growing. I'm still growing in my job. I'm still evolving. Um, I think once you allow something to defeat you, then that's when, you know, you don't give up. You got to make sure you never get defeated, mm. you know. Uh, but that right there was a really hard uh, moment. But I really felt like our scene really did. Um, and, and I want to say thanks to everyone that, you know, helped me out in that rough time of my life. Uh, not knowing that, hey, you know, never know if I was going to be able to break again and and I saw pretty much I did every day you know seven days a week I would say for hours and hours mm -hmm. because I wanted it to be the best at being me I wasn't you know if I ever got in a, a, a battle I wanted to make sure I I did my best and didn't get smoked just because I didn't do my best at that mm -hmm. moment in a competitor life mm -hmm. but but going back, uh, you know, for everybody that supported me in that time, that was actually very inspiring. It was very, it really pushed me to like, dang, like I met so many people through B-Boying. I mean, mm -hmm. like, and these are all dope people, you know. Yeah. And when I felt like I was going to like not break again, and then I asked the doc one day, and after I was like healing a little bit, I was like, Man, can I ever, you know, Breakdancing, and you know, I hate to say breakdancing, but that's how people know it as mm -hmm. um, if they're not b-boying. And I would tell him, and he'd be like, "Oh, yeah, you should be, no problem." You know? Oh, really? Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> "That's inspiring." Yeah, I was like, "Oh, this is awesome because you know, I'm gonna show that I can get back on the horse and just yeah. get back into it like nothing happened." Mm. And I got out and yeah, it was rough. It was a rough start, you know, a couple, you know, I think it was like a month that was really rough after I got out of the hospital. And I, and, uh, I started off with just, actually, you know what, I, start, I started coming back home to my, my hometown, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's I, went no, back I remember to you the, were coming back. Yeah, to the homies and gotta go down to, you know, your roots, you know, sometimes you gotta start back at your roots again. That's never gonna leave, you know. Mm -hmm. And you know, I, the whole West Coast has been part of my whole b-boy history, you know. Yeah. Oregon, I spent time there, and then Washington, now and then California. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so you're a true West Coast b-boy. You've been all. <laughs> That's what I was saying. You know, they know about me everywhere up the West Coast. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not the East Coast. Who's that? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> uh, I'm a West Coast b-boy. Yeah, yeah. Straight homegrown. Mm -hmm. Um, but like you know, going to the roots learning 
full work because I was a power head. Mm-hmm. So trying to master full work, trying to get, you know, see their vision um, and then understanding, you know, their roots. And of course, as a B-boy for like me, I never really wanted to learn the fundamentals. I kind of just want to evolve on my own so that way I could be different. So mm-hmm. as long as I can understand the concept of it, then I just try to make up my own originality out of mm-hmm. it. So if someone says, hey, can you do a six step? No, I can't. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's my footwork. Mm-hmm. You know, but that was a moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how to do the six step now. Yeah. Okay, but so when, so when you were in that hospital bed and mm-hmm. you were like, I don't know if I'm ever gonna get out of here, or like, I guess like, what what went on in your mind and what like were you thinking about like, man, there's so many things I want to still accomplish. Like, is that what fueled it? There definitely was part of that. I mean, I didn't. I, I sat there in the bed and I thought of moves. You know <laughs> yeah, what I yeah. mean? I was like, so that's I, what a real b-boy would do. I was like, I'm gonna get out and I'm gonna try this move to that. Oh move. yeah. And you always come up with your best moves, and as soon as you get out and hit that, or you get out and you're ready to hit that floor, and you're like, what was that one I was thinking about while I was in mm. there? You know, and it's like, damn, I should have rolled it down. So, so would do you would you say you had a pretty like positive like uh, um, feeling, I guess, about this? Because you were obviously thinking about moves and you're like, I'm excited to get out of here to like get down on the floor. Like, would you say that that helped you a lot? Yeah, honestly, I felt like I felt like honestly, God gave me a second chance. Yeah. And he's actually gave me more than second chances. Mm. And, you know, it's probably like my fourth chance in life. Mm. But, uh, you know, it, it was like it ain't my time yet. Mm. You know, it's like it's time to keep going. Yeah. I mean, I remember when you like soon after you you know you were up walking again and dancing again like we were training together and you were just like it's like i was like reborn this is a like a second chance this is a third chance this is a fourth chance whatever this is a new like opportunity to like do this and like you were just i don't know i'm actually we were dancing in oakland and like there's a bunch of people who had never met you before and they were just like yo who is this dude and i was like oh you don't know him he's the he was the man from back in the day and like now it's crazy that he's like <laughs> even better now but but i mean hey, yeah uh, i don't know i mean like they say the music makes you do it yeah, yeah the music makes you do it yeah and uh yeah. you know uh everybody uh, i don't know it's just b-boys really has saves my life and has mm opened my view of mm-hmm. of not being judgmental yeah. anything like that so i i just i, I love i love the scene i love how it's still evolving you know yeah yeah, yeah it's it's really nice to see because when i'm sitting in that couch and i can't get down no more i never know that might be some kid i remember or someone i taught mm. you know and i'm like dang you know could be on YouTube, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be in the Olympics, though. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you never know, really. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm curious, like how the, you know, the scene um, was back then and now how it is now. I mean, like obviously you grew, you basically grew up just in this scene. Like what, what do you think? Um, like what is the differences from back then and now? Uh, knowledge is out there now knowledge okay yeah that's really uh, out there um you know but it depends how you take the knowledge too um mm-hmm. you know young kids that are inspired 
and sometimes they take the knowledge as they don't know the rules of b-boying mm. you know um, about biting or doing the same set or something mm. but i feel like that's way less nowadays because there's it's such a bigger scene now mm -hmm. uh, it's like everyone when i submit you back in the 90s i thought that died back out died out in you know back in the 80s yeah 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 you know? and i was like nah it's still there but just a little small group you mm -hmm. know and when they see you do things back in the 90s you know there wasn't that really uh, body movement you know like uh yeah you were doing some nice power moves or something you mm -hmm. know but it wasn't like uh you know and everybody pays attention to the details yeah it definitely the, looks different I yeah, think, yeah you know the bo each body movement counts being you know on the beat yeah. listening to the music back then we didn't have to do that really it was like who got the dopest it was pretty much basic power you know mm. and there was footwork guys but they were like in their own little you know footwork footwork power mm -hmm. power yeah you it know. was very segmented I yeah think. back then and you know the only way to really back in the 90s to go practice uh b-boying was uh neither at school mm -hmm. or um going to a rave which that was kind of a thing back then and you go do the raids and it's not the music you want to dance to but mm -hmm. you know at least you get to go to a spot where you could just get down yeah, yeah. Your moves. Mm. um but that's before musicality came you know and then mm -hmm. musicality became very big mm -hmm. as the 90s started going on and then the dancing on beat you know being doing moves doing certain tricks on beat you know mm -hmm. it's just like it's very catchy to the eye nowadays uh -huh. to where it has evolved like so catchy to where yeah you know it's just like oh whoa yeah like your body can move like that yeah, Hold on, yeah, man. yeah. i need to update my body Hold yeah. On. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah no definitely there's yeah. some crazy stuff nowadays yeah. um what what would you say to like a young person who's you know in the scene and you want to impart a lot of your knowledge from you know from pre like youtube era to them what 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 are some things you would say to them to like get them to understand like that world uh for the b-boy scene uh i would say take knowledge as much as you can from everyone and mm -hmm. anything you can but do not put it in full play until you find your own self of what you believe mm. is to your style your you know everybody's kind of like inspired by some og guy that mm -hmm. because that was their style they felt like it was you know an attachment like oh that's dope that's how yeah. i want to be moving you know but originally is uh, learn all your fundamentals dig deep into your history you know um ask ogs around and, and do a lot of research on hip-hop so you kind of really do know where you know b-boying came from mm -hmm. you know and uh i know hip-hop is i think it got some more elements into it now mm. i don't know if it's four elements but yeah i think it's evolved now it's starting to, yeah i don't know yeah yeah that's wanna, another thing <laughs> i'm curious who decided it was those four and then uh <laughs> how does it get on added on how, to how like do you add on to it yeah, you got know. you know you got because yeah no you're right there's yeah. a lot of stuff yeah and i i think i stumbled onto a youtube video where it's something about some other dance part of the element i was like okay i don't know nothing right now <laughs> <laughs> you know i was like 
who does you know yeah no th- that that's always like confused me too because well like i understand why we have the el- the elements that we have now because that was there when it started yeah like that those elements created hip-hop like they and they all like created themselves yeah. essentially but evolution always but then, happens but yeah now we're at a point where you're getting new parts that are kind of hip-hop kind of like outside of it i mean yeah. in a way like skateboarding is kind of like a little bit hip-hop like but it's not <laughs> so it's weird it's yeah. weird i don't know yeah that's a different you know topic, what i mean like no. it's just it's so many things that, uh, i guess what i guess the best thing to say is hip-hop has inspired a lot of things yeah. and it's cool to see how much it's inspired stuff from where it started yeah. you know and um i think i think that's 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 dope that you know we're at this point where you know <laughs> you know some new culture is probably going to bloom out of um, hip-hop that's pretty you much know, kind of like how hip-hop bloomed out of like jazz music and you know things like yeah, that yeah exactly yeah yeah that's and that's you know it's true like learn the roots of it everything that's the only thing i could say because i don't know and it's just one of those things that uh i mean i didn't get to learn my roots right away Mm. I'm just gonna say that well, you were creating the roots too. Yeah, so that's true. You know, I actually when I first saw like full like straight power moves, like it was from uh, and I hate to say this, but it was from uh, it was from Storm, like a video VHS mm. that kind of slipped through. Oh yeah, 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 and through the through the West Coast, <laughs> mm. and I saw like a bunch of power moves. I like what, and then later on I saw the uh, uh, Renegade versus Freestyle. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then I was like this I mean, you gotta understand that at my time I was considered very poor, so we didn't have mm. you know, TVs, you know, like we didn't have too much stuff, you know. Yeah. So I didn't get to see anything till really late. I mm-hmm. had a, a strict background, didn't go nowhere. Yeah. You know. Ivan yeah. uh no 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 the other Ivan uh um, oh, Urban Action figure. Yeah. Ivan both urban from action. the same area. So. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> respect to all both Ivans. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but you know, he was like, convinced my mom to take me out. Yeah, yeah. And he took me out to a jam. And that's when he opened my eye about jams. And mm. for a whole year, we just kind of just tore, you know, up and down from like here to San Jose to, yeah, to LA. Yeah. And he was just showing me the scene and it, it was it was amazing. And mm-hmm. that made me fall in love and my car blew up and reality came back and oh yeah you yeah. know i had to get a job and didn't have a car no more i couldn't yeah. just travel you know yeah. but it was dope it was dope uh you know and it's just like the scene has changed so much to where it's yeah you it, know it's almost unrecognizable to me honestly yeah. like i mean i it's I mean, because I go there and I to like a jam nowadays and it's all sponsored and stuff and it's like it's all organized and shit. And I'm like, man, when I first went to a jam and I and let and I was going to jams after they already kind of sort of figured stuff out, but not really. And it was a complete mess. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, who where's everybody like, oh, no one. The judges aren't here. Let's just. Hey, you want to (laughs) judge? You know what I mean? Like. (laughs) <laughs> it's just a, a total mess. Like nobody knew how to th- throw a jam. Kind of sounded like my best of the best. I entered my first battle. Uh huh. And uh, it was uh, Tony and uh, Old Tide Eight entered together on that yeah. one. And uh, I entered with some random guy, J 
just did 90s, dope 90s, made me fall in love with 90s. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And at that time, I did do 90s. I had every hand hop, windmills, and I even had, you know. No, actually, I did have 90s. I just didn't have a lot of 90s. Oh, yeah, I had windmill 90s before I even had windmill. So just so you guys know <laughs> that. I didn't even have windmills before I learned windmill 90. You know, I had body glide windmills before I had actual windmills. Yeah, it's weird, right? <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, so it's like, oh, snaps. Um, yeah. But yeah, so where were we at again? <laughs> um, the your what were we talking about? I don't know. We kind of just ranted. Yeah. Uh, oh, your opinion of the scene. Oh, so dang. Now I'm still. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. Like guys. comparing and contrasting the scene from when you started to oh, now. Yeah, yeah. So for instance, just like me, I'm I'm now I feel like at a, another evolving stage because. I can't really do power moves as much as I could. Um, yeah. But doesn't mean I'm going to stop being a B-boy because it's already built in my blood. It's built in my soul. Mm-hmm. And there'll be a day, I, there ain't no day I don't think about doing something, even though I don't get down every day anymore. But still, mm-hmm. mentally, my mind's still thinking of things. But just like evolution in the scene, I feel like I'm at a part where I'm actually evolving. I'm trying to, like, you know, mix which is kind of weird, but, you know, like popping to my top style to, you know, making something that I don't normally do, but it's just, you know, it's the next part of my evolution because I can't do, make up new power moves, you know, like mm-hmm. I'd rather make up new power moves, don't get me wrong. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. But now I'm like, okay, now I'm over here just to kill the, the beat, feel the flavor, you know. Uh-huh. You just uh-huh. have fun with it as as much as I can before it's too late, because you know you never know. You just never. Yeah, know. you never know. You had a you, you, your your health issues kind of reframed your your mind and got every you. time, every time. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I'm curious. Um, what would you say to someone who's in a situation like you were back then? Um, you know, in a bed, going like, "Oh, what's gonna happen next? I don't know if I can break again." Like. You know, obviously you, you kept your spirits high and, and obviously you're back to where you were before or somewhere close to that. Um, what would you say to someone who's in that situation and maybe doesn't see the light? All I can say is you got to, you got to stay positive. Yeah. You know, um, evil's real and you can't allow it to overcome you because once you do, you know, it, it will hold you back. But no matter what, I can tell you from from my heart, I've been down four times and to where I had no body muscle and I had to relearn again and redo it again. There's mm-hmm. nothing that's gonna stop you. And you know, if you want it, it's there. It's you know, it it, it just can't stop. You know, like th- three months ago, you know, I died twice in the morning. I got a pacemaker in me right now to keep my heart going, you know, just in case if it shuts off on me. But yeah, I'm still putting out videos, still dancing, still mm-hmm. giving my 100 to it, you know. And if you love it, it's going to take control of you and you will stay healthier mm-hmm. by doing it, you know, because it keeps your heart active. People my age sometimes, they don't even do anything except for drink a beer, smoke a cigarette, you know, and then sit on the couch or whatever. I see it all day and it's like, yeah. how old are you? You're 32? I'm like, man, I'm like 41 right now. And, you know? <laughs> Dang. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's, it's, it's definitely something that don't let anything hold you back. I, I could tell yeah. you that for sure. If it's in you, 
it's in you you know if you have to start baby steps you start off baby steps you know it's just i can't spin on my head no more but it doesn't mean i'm just gonna stop me from dancing you know so mm-hmm. yeah or being a b-boy you yeah. know it's it's if it's in you it's in you you love it yeah no, i mean and you f- you figure out a way to make it work i mean i guess that's what's great about breaking is mm-hmm. uh you have all these different tools and you go oh yeah now I can't use this one tool, but let me just create a new tool now. I can't go on my head anymore, but let me show you what I can do when I'm standing up or when I'm doing some footwork. Like, you know what I mean? So you you just recreated your style in a way, you know. Every time, and it's been four times already, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, it, and if it, it ain't, man, it's just weird. Like, each time it's like you get reawakened and you like, it becomes more clearer. Mm-hmm. You know, on yeah. evolving of what you want to do, and it's like no one's doing this. I'm gonna do this now. Yeah, yeah. you know, to be honest, I think um, if you're not constantly like recreating your style, mm-hmm. I feel like you're probably not do- breaking correctly. You know what I mean? Like it's because it's it's not like you somehow just arrive at a style and you're like, all right, we're done. You know what I mean? Like you're you're always getting better. I mean, I guess look at Remind. I think yeah. he's a good example of it yeah. because like he's just had this long huge career and he's always been killing it and you can see his style is very distinct at different times but it's always evolving it's always been evolving um and it's always been him um and like i guess it's just a good example of you know uh, people that that just doesn't stand still they keep going yeah he keeps going going. yeah yeah and there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of og cats that's why they're og b-boys and they're still doing it much respect y'all yeah you know what i mean it's like i don't i don't think they could stop breaking even if they try if someone said here's a million dollars to stop breaking i think they would just say no i can't take that honestly i i I think about like if i ever stop breaking i think my body will like give up on me honestly oh yeah yeah because it's like so used to being Mm -hmm. an athletic uh, a b-boy you know and it's just like our muscles that we gain they start deteriorating you start aching but just you just suddenly combust it's like yeah (laughs) well to me i think if i stopped breaking i'd be like what am i doing now (laughs) what am i gonna do (laughs) what are you gonna do yeah Yeah. it's like why do i why am i even here now (laughs) now it's like i'm gonna go to the gym you know yeah i'm gonna lift some weights but why yeah it's like like, (laughs) to look good i'm i'm 40. yeah exactly (laughs) seriously Uh, but uh, i honestly though like gives you something to live for gives you something to like really look forward to i mean i think it's important it's it's important it's nice to be healthy that's all yeah i mean and what what's great about it i think is that um it's such an active thing it's you know i I think it's good for your health in terms of exercise and then it's also good for your mental health in terms of it lets you just be creative how many things in this life let you just be creative no. you know what i mean there's nothing you go to work and it's like do this do that okay that's yeah, the end of that. script yeah exactly like you, you don't know don't get all don't get crazy with it you got to go by the book but, right yeah. here otherwise we're gonna lose profit or whatever exactly you know? like but with breaking it's like hey you can do whatever the hell you want like you want to put your foot over your head go for it let's go. see what happens exactly yeah like no one's here to judge you yeah you know what i mean you just express yourself they need or like you or don't yeah. that's it but i mean yeah that's because it doesn't mean they don't like you they're just not feeling your style it's, it's not just, their style that's all or they just don't understand it yet yep. there's a lot of people that just don't, don't understand, understand stuff yeah. and then they immediately go ah, i don't know no. but 
I think there's a lot of people that don't do that too. Mm-hmm. I mean, like usually when I see something new that's weird, I'm like, Ooh. I'll go, huh? What is that? Let me take <laughs> another look at it. And you know, usually I open open up to it because yeah. it's just it's you just someone doing their art. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. that someone is they're they're out there doing something different than what other people are doing. Exactly. You know, and that's with it. That's with anything. That's just art, I think. You know yeah. what I mean? That's not just breaking. That's whatever. Like, I see some weird song that comes out. I listen to it going like, hey, what the hell are they doing? But, hey, maybe this, someone's, it, someone's feeling it. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's, hopefully it's there for someone when they needed it, too, you know? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Because everyone has, you know, we're all, um, you know, everyone's, you know, our horoscope, you know, or Gemini's or Scorpions, mm. you know, everybody has their own personality mm. um you know and they express and uh their self in a different way yeah you know and it's just written in the stars you know it's just mm. the way it is mm-hmm. you know um just like certain people don't get along with certain people just because it's written in the stars, <laughs> that's when you battle them yeah it's like, I'm, I'm like yeah. something about this guy i'm just gonna battle him. yeah <laughs> see what and- he got that's what's also what's good about breaking. Yes. You don't like him, just battle them. That's it. You know what I mean? You don't need to fight, just battle. Well, except for the early nineties. Uh, after yeah. the after the battle was then a you fight. fight. Yeah, yeah, that's it was fun. I said <laughs> much respect to Charles. I used to love battling Charles back in the oh, early nineties yeah. because we'd be like arguing like we're gonna box. But after, oh yeah, boys, what's up, man? We're good. <laughs> Charles, you know? cool. yeah, yeah. So that, you know, that's it was good to run into him once in a while. With, you know, in the early nineties because uh-huh. he was. It pushed me to that limit. You yeah, know? yeah. You don't really see that too much in the scene nowadays. No. Nah. Like, I mean, like, one thing I would say, like, when I first started breaking, there was a lot of rivalries. Mm-hmm. And now I don't really see too many rivalries, which I'm kind of miss. Yeah, because that really gave you more motivation to make your crew better as well. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, dude, we got to smoke these cats when we see them. Maybe I'm just not as connected to the scene as I used to be, but it just doesn't seem like I see as many, like, just crews, like, I don't care about this jam. I just want to battle you. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that was all the time yeah. at a jam. Every jam had a, like a beef battle, <laughs> but it's like, pretty like, much. Yeah. I don't really see that too often, but yeah, maybe I'm just clueless. At I don't really point. see it. Yeah. You're, you're right. You don't yeah. see it too much. Yeah. Um, I remember though. It was like, you yeah. go. Hell yeah. I, and maybe it's because everyone's so much more com- connected like Ooh. with social media, you know, like, so if I, if you had a problem, like if me and you had a problem, yeah, you could just call me or text me or whatever and say, Hey, I hate your guts. You know uh, but, I mean? uh, but I just call you out. Though. <laughs> yeah. Ex- well, yeah. I mean, that's the, yeah, that's the old school. It'd be like, yeah. we're going to battle. But yeah. nowadays I feel like people probably just talk shit to each other on the internet and then they go to the gym. They're like, don't we talk to oh, each other. man. I hate your guts. I'm gonna go over there. You go over there. And I, I actually <laughs> hear stories like that. That's true. Man. Yeah. It, but you know what? The also, uh, you know, the reason why is because a lot of the B boys that were nine in the '90s, early '90s, mm-hmm. or even mid '90s, you know, they were like gangsters. So they had that yeah. death mentality, and it's like, you yeah. know, it's like it was a good way to get in a fight without getting in a fight. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's definitely like sizing people up. Mm-hmm. You know? and, yeah, I mean, and then evolution changed, and everybody's buddy buddies. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you know, so it's like you know, it's like yeah, the media what made it easier for more people to be mm-hmm. just over, you know, a message or something. But and you get to see everybody's stuff and everything. I don't know. It, it, it I think it was more just yeah undercover. It was more like 
De- I definitely think the ability to just, you know, post a video of you breaking and then the whole world sees it has really changed the scene because before then, the only time I get to see someone break, like someone who I really looked up to, like you, I'd have to go to the jam. Like sometimes I'd have to go to Modesto mm-hmm. to like see you break yeah. or whatever, or like go to a jam where you were at. And otherwise, I would probably never see you unless I like train with you or whatever. Yeah, but I, I, you know, I, it, that would be once in a while, you know. So, um, but nowadays it's just like, hey, everything is right there and everybody sees it. I think that's probably why a lot of people bite nowadays, and there's a lot oh, of styles man. that look similar. But all I know, all I know is my whole career in this in this doing b boying, being a b boy is uh, I used to love to travel just to practice with different people oh yeah practice spots you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah you might get into a battle because someone looked at you or saw you one time and they're like damn what a battle. yeah you yeah. know what i mean but it was it was always nice though like that's why i i've been up and down the west coast my whole b-boy career because i go to portland i go practice with cats out there mm-hmm. you know and then i go to washington go practice out there i come back to cali mm-hmm. practice down here you know and it yeah. just kind of keeping myself relevant in the west coast you think that's influenced your style like in terms of you go out and see because obviously all those areas portland um, seattle all them they have like a different style than like the northern california central california area and same thing southern california has a way different style too i mean i would think that having such a like a living in so many different areas and breaking there and, and participating in the scenes there probably had a big influence on your style uh i would say if i was more so (laughs) i don't know how to but since i was a power head Mm -hmm. i was all about power and footwork and everything else was it was it was cool but like i wasn't a fan of power made me fall in love with power i was just yeah i just really wanted to be the best power guy i didn't care about six step i didn't care about dance dancing Mm -hmm. anything and then seeing different areas like you know like soul shifters and mm. you know uh, originally stand you know the old school guys you know seeing you know from washington from uh another crew vibe tribe you know from portland and then being in la it's like mm-hmm. they all had their different flavors yeah and it really did open like dang it's the culture is just so much flavor you know and i was a power guy so if anything i was i was always in trying to influence people with power because power and at the beginning was was kind of hard for people to learn because you know you couldn't just youtube it up at the early Mm -hmm. 90s you know so if you went somewhere you can practice with people and it was always like hey how you do this move hey mm. you know how can i work on this how can i tra- honestly if you're a power guy i'll tell you right now body strength straightening with no weights is the best way mm-hmm. i mean yeah yeah it's... i mean you could do weights but it doesn't <laughs> yeah doesn't help i mean you free weights is probably the next best thing but yeah, yeah i mean nothing beats just like ha- like straight calisthenic type of workouts yeah. because it's like doing power moves you're doing that you're throwing your body around exactly. so you might as well work out using your own body weight and, and, and there's definitely a lot of exercises you can do that will uh give you the right um 
I guess, resistance that can build muscle like that. Yeah, and the core matters, you know what I mean? Does, it, yeah. it really matters. So, like, that core is strong, and you can speed it up and slow it down. That's how you change your speed and direction and your moves. So if your core is not strong, then you're just doing one speed power, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, all the years I've learned, it's like, okay, that core really matters, but it's a lot of workout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah so... <laughs> So you see all these like buff, uh, uh, power heads. Yeah. Those like <laughs> gymnast bodies. You yeah, know? I know. Yeah. They're like, damn, I was like that too in high school. I had gymnastics for four years. So, oh, you did? Yeah. And, and I had like two periods. So yeah. And I'd be like, yeah, and I'd be hella cut up just cause I all I did was practice <laughs> flares, nineties flares. I feel flares. like that's the, in the age where the breaking is in the Olympics. I feel like we're going to see a lot of B-boys that just look like, you know, gymnasts. Right? Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's where it's going. Like, okay, are you... What, I can't tell anymore. You know, the style of change, the dressing might even change. By yeah. What, what, what is your opinion of, uh, about, like, the Olympics? Um, you know, uh, to me, I just feel like when I'm old and I'm not at the gym... I'm not, you know, I can't go anywhere. Maybe I'm not mobile or something. You know, I'm mm-hmm. just thinking of the future of it. At least I'm going to see it on TV, maybe. Mm. You know what I mean? But like telling my grandkids, yeah, your grandpa, you know, used to do that, you know. Yeah. I don't believe you, grandpa, you know. Let's be <laughs> up on YouTube. Yeah, you know, yeah. but, you know, stuff like that. That's the only, th- you know, I, I kind of, it's always been a talk about it, you know, getting there, getting there, getting there. But uh, it's as much as I love it. It's going to take away from the actual, it might divide our, our scene up again or divide the, the culture of it. You I know? can see that Getting confused with it even more, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why it's it's a really big thing. And I see a lot of uh, OG cats starting to want to get their classes going. Mm. Awesome. Because you know what? If we don't do it, it's just going to fade and it's going to become something else in 20 yeah. years from now, you know, yeah. um, just like the whole argument about b-boy uh b-boying and breakdancing you know mm. you know it's just the media flips it turns it around yeah I, I am kind of afraid of the media flipping breaking into something you know mm-hmm. gymnastics to hip-hop music you know like that's like i'd hate to see that happen yeah um so i, I do think it's it's great that there's a lot of people that are opening up dance studios and yeah. stuff and kind of like getting ready for this inevitable influx of new people once yeah. the Olympics happens, um, you know, I, I think we're going to see probably a lot of new new B girls, B boys coming in, and they need to be taught by someone who knows what's up, and not yeah. be by like you know, I don't know, some <laughs> some coach. I don't know, you know, yeah. I mean? like really don't have coach a windmill. History. Who, yeah, I mean, you know, like, yeah, he learned how to do YouTube on a. I mean a. Yeah, windmills on YouTube, you know. So yeah. now he's gonna teach his class tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want to. I, I really don't want to see that. I want to see. Uh, I want to see people like learning history along with like moves and dancing true. and everything. I mean, that, I, I feel like learning history is just as important as learning, like, uh, uh, you know, how to dance. Really, I mean, it's 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 true. I mean, uh, I, I've been I've been thinking about this because you know, like, I feel like my time is slowly going not anytime mm-hmm. soon but slowly fading and uh it's like I'm, i've been thinking about starting my own studio mm. but as well up in where i live at mm-hmm. um which is still away from seattle it's kind of like the outskirts it's called the, it's, it's the valley 
yeah, but okay. it's out there called the valley. The Washington um, Valley. Yeah. yeah. So like, I kind of want to just, you know, because parents are gonna see this, they're gonna want their kids to get involved, or yeah. the kid might want to get involved. So I figured like, well, I need to hurry up and get a, a studio or you know some class things going, and get, you know maybe involve other things just so I could fill up all the the time frame in the in the studio, but start doing something like that because i feel like it's gonna kick off one day and when it yeah. does they're gonna be looking for where to put yeah. their i don't want to leave kids. them hanging yeah yeah and then you're gonna leave it with some guy that really don't know nothing and he's yeah. teaching them the whole new mentality yeah like here's here's uh the um the red bull windmill and, and we're gonna teach you how to do the uh uh, <laughs> yeah. you know the so, vitamin water sponsored whirly do yeah. like no come on we don't need to learn all exactly. that so, like let's learn like you know i mean well i think maybe what people who maybe just started breaking now or like you know after the youtube era they don't understand how different it was back when like you started back when i started yeah and you know what even before because it was just like rolling on around on the floor and your parents are like what the hell are you doing you know what i mean <laughs> yeah um now it's like oh this is kind of becoming like some legit sport maybe and there's money involved with mm -hmm. it like this is a potential like career path maybe you know in 10 or 20 years hey maybe you're gonna see people getting sponsored like like skateboarders get sponsored yeah. making tons of money winning competitions that are like you know a million dollars or whatever like that's not outside that's not out of the cards but just reborn me again i'm ready yeah yeah but it's like again. but Start training. If, if if you you know if you just were like born into just seeing that and you yeah. don't understand that like yo breaking started just by some dude playing music and some some but some kids just rolling around on the floor and he decided to play that record again and hey they like this song let's play it again let's right. play it again let's keep Go playing this yeah. little 10 second part that's how breaking started pretty much i mean right yeah if you don't understand that i feel like it, it, you can't really call yourself a b-boy or a b-girl yeah. you know yeah it's, it's true because i i was like i had to do like my research myself like i said i was i was home for five years and when I went out to the scene, I was just like, you know, and I had my boy Ivan too, uh, urban mm. action figure, kind of guide me on some of this stuff. But, mm. you know, like, it just still, you know, you got to do your research because it's really good to know. And especially if you're going to walk around and say you're a B-boy and, and someone brings up something, then you're like, what? Mm. Like, you know, yeah. Um, for a minute, that was me because I really didn't, I didn't know everybody. I didn't care to know all the B-boys in the mm. scene, you know? It's like, really, like, I was just about myself when I was young. I wanted to be the dopest B-boy. I just want to bite this guy. I don't want to care about what he's doing. Mm. I just wanted to be the first one to make up a move. I wanted mm. to be able to, the first one to master it. I wanted to, you know, now it's like, it's, <laughs> it's I think like that's that. a, I think it's a good it's it's a good thing it's a good mentality to have to want to do that mm -hmm. but also it's also it's also important to know where everything came from because you have respect for it and, yeah um, and you can show you can you can show people the struggle that was there and help them understand like where this the feeling of this dance came from yep. you know so that they can take some they can get inspired by some something else yeah exactly you know? that's why I, I really important to dig in 
to the roots because, like I said, I didn't do that at the beginning, and then I did, and then it's just like, oh, so mm-hmm. you know, now this is why I love it. I, I, I didn't, you know, yeah. I didn't know some of these things, you know, it was one of those things I really felt, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I don't know how to explain, but then when I looked into it, I was like, oh, this is, yeah, this yeah. is hip hop, this is dope. Yeah, no, for real. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's it, dude. Yeah. Um, well, this is probably a good time to close this show up um, since we're about to hit an hour. You have any um, last minute shout outs? Um, anything? Where can people find you? Uh, you know, shout outs to all the crews still out there, the OG crews. I mean, got the new generation out there starting off with them, but it's nice to see still. You know, respect to all my crews out there because I got his squad. I got to uh, flight to 209 flight. Mm-hmm. I got you know a crisis crew battle reflex under me that's just because i've been up and down the west coast i'm surprised i don't have a portland crew under me you know <laughs> that's just saying that's just i've been i've been doing it so long that where people just kind of crews just faded dropped and then you have to join a new crew mm. and then you know yeah I mean? yeah it's just like it's been so long it's just watching it come and go but all these crews that I just named are pretty much all family, you know. Yeah. The B-Boy family, they never quit. They've been doing it probably just as long as I have, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but much respect to everyone that's still, you know, keeping the culture alive and that had my back when the time of my worst uh, moment in my uh, B-Boy, you know, time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, this guy right here keeping things <laughs> like this going, you know, that's, that's awesome, you know. It's like, oh, man. And you know what's funny is I was just thinking about like I need to document myself someday. Yeah. You know, because I'm not gonna be doing. You know, you just never know. You I really mean, don't. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I looked up to you when I first started, and I mean, I don't know. You're still a huge inspiration to Thanks, me, just because every time I see you, it's like this guy is crazy good. And I mean, and then everything else that you've been through, it's just amazing. So yeah, you never quit. Trust me. Yeah. And it's. I'm glad I can inspire people. That's the honest truth, and you know, it's like yep. it's, it's it's awesome to to give back that you know, and uh, hopefully, you know, just uh, I don't know. I, I love everyone out there. You know, what I'm saying I'm, mm-hmm. I'm one of those big guys that just with a big heart. And, yeah, no, that's good. That's yeah. important to have. Yeah, especially so, yeah. Let go of the let go of the hate and bring yeah. in the love. Don't judge. Yeah. Don't judge, love everyone, man. Mm-hmm. Everybody is different. So, you know what I mean? Doesn't mean you have to get along with them, but everyone is different. Yeah. Dope, man. Um, so where can people find you? What's your Instagram? Um, so yeah, I'm on Instagram. It's uh B Boy Cornet, spelled with a K and two N's and just all together. And then also on uh YouTube as as well. Mm-hmm. Um I'm trying to get my YouTube going again, more videos up there because yeah. You know, it's just, it just seems it's still sticking around. Yeah. Might as well just put some stuff up. <laughs> I mean, my MySpace, I don't know where those videos are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what happened to MySpace. You know what I'm saying? So, I never deleted my MySpace account, yeah. but someone probably did. I don't know. <laughs> probably got deleted. I stopped right? using it a long time. I mean, but I don't. Re- I try not to use social media, media yeah. too much. Um, you know, I'm a little outdated on a lot of the technology but i'd be trying to stay relevant it you know yeah no, I, it's, honestly i stopped using social media until i started this podcast and i was like oh crap i need to figure out how to use all this stuff so i i feel like a super boomer when i'm trying to like figure everything out and nice. people are like 
Oh, you idiot. Like, <laughs> hey, right? <laughs> yeah. Who cares? What like, my mom think? is better on, on some of these things yeah. than me. It's <laughs> like, oh, crap. Okay. The, the, the thing is, as long as you're trying. Yeah. That's what makes the big difference is when you don't try, then it's you're just standing still. Yeah. You get what I mean? Yeah. Keep moving. Keep moving. Yeah, that's that, it. I think that's the... That's the motto of this podcast. Keep yeah, moving. Yeah, keep moving. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. Sorry this show sucks. Keep it moving. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs>